Hello, Rockers and Mercuryans. It's Rock Mercury here, and welcome to the Rock Mercury podcast. And today we're doing an Ask Mercury section. I figured, you know what? We'll do uh, subjects in the morning. We'll do a subject for the morning podcast, and then we'll do the Ask Mercury for nighttime. And we'll just talk about my day, and you guys will ask questions, and we're just going to have kind of a flow like that and see where it goes, more natural. But the morning one will be the subject, and tonight, the nighttime will be the, um, you know, the Ask Mercury. And then the middle of the lunchtime, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure what we're doing the lunch. Maybe we'll eat and do a mukbang, but I guess that's going to be hard for the podcast listeners. <laughs> but today... I had a few stops I did. Today I went to Nordstrom's Rack. Like I told y'all, I was going to go to Nordstrom's Rack. Nordstrom's. And I got my, my sandals that I wanted. They're super cute. I did a whole video for them today. And I walked so far on them. What's up, Slug Slime? Good to see you. Um, oh, this got some New Balance. Some very cute New Balance sandals. They are like, the, they're life, you know. They're so comfortable walking. I walked so long, so far from Manhattan Beach all the way to... Um, Hermosa Beach, if you guys know the area, it's a pretty far walk. Um, I should probably ask my survey how far I walked today. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if she'll let me know how far I walked. Let's see. Hey, Suri, how far did I walk today? I can't answer that on your iPhone, but you can find it in the fitness app. Oh, that's on the iPhone. Okay, Suri. Suri's playing games. Um, let's see how far I walked because I am, I am curious, actually. Because I feel like it's such a beautiful walk that I don't really remember. I don't really, like, I don't really know. Um, oh, hell, I think it's on the health app. Um, you know, when you're, like, in a beautiful walk, you kind of just, like, time just kind of goes away. You just keep walking and walking. But these shoes, they worked. They worked, and they were comfortable. I paid hardly anything for them because I had a gift card already, and I, um, you know, I just paid a little extra. I think I paid, like, $13 at the end of it. So super great deal. New balance. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and then I went, um, to the Grove later on. I did a whole video on this. You guys can see the video on YouTube when I posted, um, that I shot them little videos. I went to Press Juicery again. Y'all know I love Press Juicery, but, um, DoorDash keeps giving me the most amazing deals. So I, I already ate one of the things I got. I got like a, a nice soft serve ice cream. It was like chocolate with coconuts, um, coconut flakes and blueberries and like some almond butter very good then i got this chocolate drink here then i have a drink for the morning too like a strawberry drink but this one right here chocolate almond um almonds dates cacao sea salt so very simple i've had this one before with you guys i really i, I buy with it but i also have a um a little bar this little bar came with it too so here it is here, right? This bar is a triple berry crumble bar. So I think it'll be a good like dessert snack. That's why I kept it for the night. I'm like, let me just do this. Even though I literally already ate um, the ice cream, the soft serve ice cream, but it was all vegan, um, all healthy, like simple ingredients, not um, not a whole bunch of, you know, process anything. Um, Select Slime said, My, the, your live keeps freezing on me. Not sure why, oh no. Well, someone says that, um, Refresh the TikTok. I see. Yeah, because um, it seems like people are on here. We have a lot of people on here. Thank you to everyone who's on here. Um, and if you guys want to see the podcast later on, it's on rockmercury.com. Click on the menu. You can see the podcast. So I'm curious about this this situation here. This is the triple crumble, crumble berry to seeds, oat bar, nut-free, vegan, gluten-free. Um, 
So it's supposed to be very simple. Let's just try it to see what we like, if you like it or not. I've never had it before. Um, okay, I have three times it isn't working. It's completely frozen on me. Oh no! Did everybody else get? They can see it, right? You might want to refresh your TikTok as well, because I know I know I have to update my. Sorry, you might want to update your TikTok, because I updated mine today too. Um, you say yours is the same? Never mind. He froze for a bit, and now it's frozen. Oh my God! Everybody's frozen now. Oh my goodness! What's going on? What's happened? Frozen when your heart's not open. Oh my gosh, why are we frozen? All right, so we got this bar. Here is the bar. This is what it looks like. It's giving, um, it looks like a bar a bar for um for birds or something, honestly, if I'm really real. It's giving bird seed. But we're going to go ahead and try it and see what, like, what she's really, really giving. Because a lot of my food, some people call it bird-free vibes. So we'll see, let's see, let's see the vibe. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Actually, it's very good. There's like cinnamon in there in the back. Okay. Um, it's like an oatmeal, like a, like an oatmeal cookie. That's what it tastes like, an oatmeal cookie with some, um, what is this, what is this, the, the berry, is this berries? There's lots of berries in here, like blueberries and maybe the ingredients. It says there's oats, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, brown rice syrup, um, cranberries, apple juice, concentrate, sunflower, oil, um, Dante currants, I don't know what that is, um, sunflower oil, ground flax seeds, blueberries, um, apple juice, conch, I think I said that already, sea salt and cinnamon. It tastes like a cookie, you know? Definitely gives cookie. So, I'm definitely really, I'm here for it. I'm not mad at it at all. Why not? I wanna get this, I wanna drink it with this. That's the whole point of this drink. So, today was a gorgeous, beautiful day. In, um, in Hermosa Beach. Hermosa means beautiful. So the days are there are just gorgeous when I go. Nobody's bothering me over there. I feel safe. Um, ooh, today I did 14,146 steps. That's what it's telling me. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means for like miles. I wish they would tell you the miles, but yeah. The average steps I do are 5,600 because I'd be working on my computer all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Slime, have you updated the whole app itself? Because I, up, I, um, I upgraded the, um, I upgraded or updated my, my, um, TikTok today. Because they, they have, have you, have you guys noticed how a lot of these apps are having new updates every single day? They're like, oh, you have to update it again, update it again, over and over again. I don't understand, but I also kind of, I mean, technology is moving fast, but it's kind of crazy to have to go and check these apps so often to make sure that they are, um, I'm frozen again. Oh my goodness. Is it me? Mm. I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know what to tell y'all because I don't know what to do on this. Like, I hope, am I frozen for everyone, you guys? Mm. 
so good. Okay, well now I know. Now I feel like it is in me. Yeah, because some people are saying it's frozen for them too. Maybe it's the whole app itself. Because it was updated again. This is very good. This chocolate almond dates and co 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 cocoa and salt, sea salt. Very, very good. It's like a chocolate milk. Like a healthy chocolate milk, you know. Um, you keep freezing like every few seconds. Oh my goodness. My internet's amazing on my other i have my other um my other stream is going so maybe it's the actual app itself now it keeps freezing up every five to ten seconds rock i got offered a job making sixty-five thousand a year i'm happy for myself oh congratulations the full streamer congratulations um yeah check the other lives please slug and let me know what you um what you see if the other lives are going are freezing too but technology has been so bizarre lately it's been constant you know, updates and con constant renewals. Um, no, it's it's your end. Other lives aren't freezing. Oh goodness. Oh my gosh. Should I do? I, do I have to go out and come back in? I don't know if that's gonna work. Um. What's up, handsome? Well, I already started this live, so hopefully it saves correctly. Cause I don't, I don't really want to start the beginning part again. Um. So the other ones aren't doing it. Oh, that's so frustrating. Try resetting the live. I don't know how to reset the live. Is it going to quit the whole thing? Because I need to save this live afterwards so I can post it for my podcast. It's freezing consistently about every four seconds for me. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is so bad. All right. Well, um, yeah, I just checked. Other lives are not freezing. It's it's yours lot why do i see all of your um i see all of your comments but now you're saying it's freezing i would reset the live and come back on um i need to save this one live so that i can post it because on my side nothing's freezing well i guess i wouldn't see because you're you're it stopped now okay cool it stopped so hopefully it stops for a while so i can just keep going because this is this is ruining my podcast ah i already started <laughs> this is like the worst this is the worst first um this is the worst first um, podcast for the ask the ask um, section. We can see the comments too, but you keep freezing. It stopped. Okay, great. Nothing is freezing for me. Great. Okay, Trey. He's not freezing for me anymore. Sorry about Okay, great. I'm just going to stay on because I don't want to start it over because I have to put this all as one podcast. It's going solid now. Great, great, great. Okay. Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, so I want to chat a little bit about my day. And um, you guys can ask any questions that you guys may have. I'm going to put the question tab up here. So if anybody wants to put any questions in, they can. Um, hold on one second. Put a sticker for this questions. There it is. Oh, gosh. I put it up and it goes away. They, they need to really fix this. They have got to fix a lot of stuff on TikTok. Because <laughs> I don't want this in the middle of my face. Like, what? I can't. They, they're, they're tripping. Oh my God, I thought I was frustrated. Yeah, it's so hard. I don't know what's happening. You know these apps. Um, so the day was a very gorgeous, beautiful day in Hermosa Beach. Um, you should be able to t turn on the question box you're saying in the settings right now. All right, so I've tried to put the question box up here. I have this one right here, but it's right in the middle of my face. Oh my gosh, it keeps going away. Oh no, not again. Oh, it's freezing again. 
I think that was me. I think that was me that just paused because I'm trying to figure out like how it's supposed to go. But um, I got we got to figure this out. We got to figure out this how to put a question box on here. But feel free to ask any questions, and I'll see if there's a way to put a question box on next time because I don't know what's, how that works. Um, oh, this is my my whole the whole podcast is getting ruined now. <laughs> well, whatever. We got to keep going. That's the whole point of the night one. The night podcast. We're supposed to just flow, go with the flow of it. And just kind of chat. Um, I can't reopen this again. <laughs> so let's hope it all saves. I know that I have a backup saving. I have a screen recording of this whole situation. And so if all worst comes to worst, I'll put the screen recording up so we can at least have this part of the podcast. Um, and again, you guys, the podcast is available. Rockmercury.com Mm-mm-mm. So, um, I went to Hermosa Beach, walked through Manhattan Beach. I listened to an amazing um, podcast by Gary V again. And in this podcast, he mentioned something that I that has been kind of affecting me for a while. Like, if, you, if you're if you a follower of Gary V, I love Gary V. I love Gary, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's amazing. He does... um. He does a lot of, he does the Ask Gary V Gary V show as well. But um he does Wine Library on YouTube. Or used to do that. I mean he has really great content that's very uplifting and very entrepreneurial. And I just I love listening to him. I love his transparency on a lot of areas. But today on somebody was interviewing him who happens to be like a friendly person to him. I don't know if, I guess they're friends, but I don't know if they're like how close they are, but they're friendly enough that they seem very comfortable together. And this man asked him about, you know, if you wanted to talk about his family situation, because recently um, Gary, Gary V had um, been become divorced from his, his wife of a long time. He's been married to his wife for since they were super young, they had, like, I think two kids together and things like that. And all of a sudden he posts this other woman. We never even seen the wife and the kids. Like, he never he's very private about his family. He has not show any of it. And so he, all of a sudden, we see this uh, this woman show up on his page. She's very pretty, like a mo- like a model esque kind of woman. So we're all thinking, like, um, what's going on here? What's the tea, Gary V? Like, um, like what's what's happening? Like, how is this going on? Um, so someone, um, low blow queen says, I didn't know that you were you were vegan since you were fifteen. I was vegetarian. Yes, I've been in the veggie world since fifteen for sure, for sure. And I just kept progressing and learning more and cutting more food. But let's, um, so for the Gary V part, though, like it's um, it's something that we were kind of thrown off by because he always was like, "Oh, you don't know what my kids look like. You don't know, you don't know my wife. Like I keep my wife private and all these things." And so he asked him if you wanted to if you wanted to address that, and he respectfully declined to to address it. But he did it in such a cool way. He still made a lesson out of it. He wanted to teach the listeners that you get to choose what you share with the world. You get to choose. You single, single-handedly get to choose what you feel like is something that you want out there to be discussed by the public. And I felt like that was super um, powerful, the way he answered it. It wasn't like he was ashamed, like, like oh, God, I don't want to talk about that. He, was, he didn't even want to tell the story for the other people involved. He didn't. He wanted them to be able to tell their story and say what they felt about the situation, whether it be his wife or his kids or his new partner. 
you know, his new his new girlfriend, like, and, you know, he wanted them to be able to share what they want. And he, and he likes to be very private the same way they are in Russia. Because in Russia, if you know certain things, you know, it could be deadly for you. And that's what he, he talked about because he's from Russia. He, like, he's from the Soviet, Soviet Union. And so he, um, or born there, he was born there and his family was there and they, they escaped to um, to America. And I thought it was very interesting and very beautiful for him to um for him to be so transparent about it and be like hey this is the area that i i hold the most sacred i don't want it discussed out here but he did it didn't even seem awkward you know you know usually when you're watching an interview and somebody gets to a question that they don't want to talk about it gets super awkward and you can feel the tension in the room you can kind of sense it and you're like ooh um, you you know you can you can sense it, and he didn't do that. He just he taught us a lesson, and it's a very powerful lesson. And he said, even if you shared a lot, like me, I've shared so much that I've recently I've burnt a lot of um, things that I don't want to discuss anymore. Things that I just don't even want to keep bringing up in my life. Like even my past relationship, I know I've talked about it often, but I don't want to talk about it at all going forward. I want to really focus on my businesses and my my things that are moving me and propelling me forward. I don't want to constantly bring up things that are in the past for me, you know? I thought, like, for at the beginning, you think, oh, the more transparent you are, oh, God, the more transparent you are, the more real you are. But that's not technically true. Like, you can be real and still have your own boundaries that you set for yourself, you know? And so I just thought it was very powerful. And I heard that on the, on the podcast today. And I wasn't even expecting it. I heard a few of his podcasts today, but that particular interview... It just really was, it was pretty mind-blowing to me because um, it was the first time I even heard him talk nearly about it. And he didn't, he didn't go into it because I would, I would have loved to hear how he got divorced or what happened because I thought, you know, that his family, his family was going well. And from what I've heard, there were some infidelities that happened on his side, um, which makes me think maybe that's why he's not discussing it. I don't know that for sure, but from what I read, that's why his wife kind of wanted to separate because he was, she was tired of the infidelities and wasn't able to trust him or something like that. Um, which is hard because Gary Vee is a very trustworthy business person, but a person can have everything together in one area, but then the other side of their life can be, you know, a little bit more shaky, and that's just real life. And so maybe he doesn't want to share it for those reasons. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Either way, I do love Gary Vee. I'm very thankful for him. I would not be here on TikTok if it wasn't for Gary Vee. I wouldn't have taken it seriously. I thought all these numbers were fake. Uh, even I mean, I'm not gonna have that many numbers now because my thing is freezing, but um. I thought the numbers I was getting on TikTok weren't even really real for the longest time until Gary Vee like really explained what's going on and how there's such a um, there's such an attention arbitrage here on TikTok that if you miss out, you start to you you lose you're losing money. So um, let's answer some questions though. But I just want to share that about part of my walk. I go I go in and out of the walk and answer some more questions too in between. Um, so you said tips on how to cut out meat without shocking the system. Um, the system shock that you're talking about is a lot of times addiction, you know, um, and everybody has their own pathway to kind of get through addiction. Some people do cold turkey, which is the wrong thing to say for vegan for, um, cause it's like, you know, you're, you're literally not eating turkey. So it's kind of hard to go cold, cold turkey when you're going vegan, but you know what I mean? Like this, like some people just stop immediately and they're done forever. Um, and then some people, 
when they're going vegan. I'm, I'm answering the question from the Foolish Dreamer in case you guys are wondering. So he said, tips on how to cut out meat without shocking the system. So I don't think the system, um, the system, well, you are right in the way. The system does go into shock because it's wanting what it's used to and what feeds a lot of the toxic cells in the body. And so your body's gonna like crave certain things and certain foods, especially the parasites in our bodies. Earlier we spoke about how parasites can affect a person's mental health and change the way they behave in the world. And so those same parasites can crave certain foods that feed it, but also destroy you as a whole. And that's something super important to kind of different, differentiate between. You know, there's people who are getting sentences that are like, oh, they don't have much longer to be on earth or something, but they're not being told that some of the foods they're eating consistently are, are um, causing more and more damage within their, within their system giving them less and less of a chance to recover from the sickness that they're dealing with, you know? Like, they don't, they may not know that because the body craves it so much and so intensely that you even feel headaches and shivers and, you know, this thing similar to what somebody would feel if they were coming off of a narcotic or something, you know? Um, so for each person, that's a different answer, like, on this. But my, a tip, though, just a tip that I would, like, that's something I do, um, even when I um, when I cut out cannabis and stuff, like not to judge yourself. That's the biggest tip. Not to judge yourself. Know that you're heading towards plant based. Like you're learning new recipes. Like think of it as adding more to your eating plan instead of taking things away. You know, it's not technically taking it away. It's like you're just adding consistently to like new items, new foods, um, just new exciting things. Like you're like that's. That's what I like to do. I like to add, I like to think of it as adding, not taking away. That helps a lot with the mental process of feeling like, oh, I'm losing something. You're not losing anything. When you start adding enough of these healthier foods, you stop craving the other foods because you're full now. Like now you're you're not, you're not as hungry because when we're when we're hungry, it's the easiest to kind of go towards directions that aren't the healthiest for us because we're just going by like pattern and habit. So that's the best thing I can say is like not to judge yourself and to really um and to add more foods to just add more foods instead of thinking about taking it away um add more plant-based foods someone said what business what businesses you run you own my man i own multiple businesses i own branding businesses and real estate businesses um hi heather hello heather what's up how you doing she says hello hello rock hi um, the Foolish Dreamer says, I started adding jackfruit. It tastes like meat, but it's not. I mean, I do like jackfruit. I will say when it comes to jackfruit, if you can find a raw jackfruit, like the real fruit itself, that's way better than any canned stuff you can find. The canned one is quite processed, so I would be careful with those. Or the frozen one is a little bit better too than the canned. So, but if you can find a fresh one, that's the real one. Then you can cook it up and saute it and um you know you can do lots of more stuff with that or eat it by itself because it's really sweet it's a very delicious fruit um, i love jackfruit um so I, I definitely would um i would definitely just see if i can find the big fruit of it like a big old spiky huge one it's hard to find nowadays but it's out there they're out there somewhere um but anywhere to start anywhere just like that like you're taking your pace that's your that's your journey towards it so I feel like jackfruit's gonna be better for you than a lot of other things you may be eating. So, um, let's see. Um, how did you pass 
Trolling commenter says, how did you pass the math for the real estate? I'm too dumb for it. Um, well, I'm very smart, I guess. I got 100%, so. Um, I don't know how to answer that question. I studied. <laughs> I studied and, I mean, I've been in this for 10 years. But I guess even before, I wasn't in it for 10 years when I first took the test. Um, yeah, I studied really hard. I will say one thing, though, is that the first time I took the test here in California, I didn't pass because I took an edible before and time slowed down for me. And I didn't realize that all my time had ran out and I didn't finish the test. So I had to like literally put random ones. But every one I did answer was correct. But I just literally lost track of time. And I was reading the questions and I was thinking too, thinking too much into them at the time. And I should have never taken that edible before. It was like a tea. It was like a cannabis tea I took. Not a good idea. It was not a good idea for me to do that. So I would say don't take cannabis. I don't take any cannabis at all anymore. I'm, I'm completely off of everything. But at that time, that was very frustrating because then I take it again. Then I got 100 again. And then I got 100. But the first time, I would have got 100 the first time. But I literally just literally did not realize that time had gone. Like, it's like time just flies or something. Like, when, you, when you're on, when you have the cannabis tea or something. Like, it just, I was so mad. I'm like, no, oh gosh. But I knew my stuff. I just was overthinking the questions. Um, was over, was slowly reading them. I was slowly reading them and I overthought them after. But I still got every single one I, I, I did right. Because I know, I remember I, I asked them about it. And they they saw where I started putting the random ones in before the time ran out. <laughs> but everything else was correct. So I got like over halfway through and then I just, I missed about like one point. I'm like, ah, 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 I was so mad. But then when I went back, I got 100%. So I felt better after that. Um, like each question I knew for sure. I'm like, whatever, I got this. Um, but when it comes to math, I don't like doing math, even though I, I've gotten like A's in math, but I can't stand doing it because it makes no sense to me. Because it's like, hey, Suri, what's the square root of a million? It's 1,000. Well, that's the easy question. But, I mean, you know, I can ask Suri whatever I need, basically. That's why, that's the point. I should have I said a more crazy question. Like, let me try it. Let me screw it. Hey, Suri, what's the square root of 4,872? The answer is approximately 69.7997. There we go. That sounds more like, you know, complicated. <laughs> Whatever. But you know, like, why do I have to remember these things when Suri's got it for me? Suri knows percentages. But for real estate, you want to kind of know, um, you want to know, like, the different loans and stuff. Like, there's, you, want, you just want to know, like, the different percentages for, for like, getting approved for loans or, like, if you're getting doing construction or something like you, there's certain things you would like to know for the for the community or what the taxes are going to be for a certain area. That's a hard one. Like that's a, such a tough one because those those are constantly changing. So you're going to have to do more research anyways. And by that point, by the time you have it, you can ask Surrey then. You know, once you have the pr proper tax percentage for that that um that region, then you can just ask Surrey and she'll be like, I got you, I got you. So I don't even try to be like. I learned what I need to learn for the test because they have certain numbers on the test that you just kind of want to, you know, memorize. But these tests are so much memorization that real estate really is about um, relationships, communication, and um, or supporting people through a very stressful situation, putting all the pieces together.
make sure the transaction make sure the transaction goes through. Um, there's a lot to it. I love being in real estate. I think realtors have a very bad reputation. Um, and I don't really know why. I, I know people say because they um they've had like bad situations with realtors, but. From what I've experienced, the realtors I work with work so hard, and they're, they, their license are at stake. So they don't really mess around. And the ones I know, they're, they're really rich. And so it's like, I don't, know why, I don't know why they have such bad reputations. Maybe because people get into it because it has an easier access point. Other than like colleges, some colleges take so many years to, you know, get through it. And then with real estate, you can kind of, you know, take a few months and pass a test and get in the game. Maybe that's like, maybe it's a low barrier barrier of entry. I know it's not, not the same in, in New York. In New York, it's very hard to get your license. Um, but I still think it's hard to get my license, but I guess compared to school, it's not as hard compared to like going through all these crazy years of school and having to do, it, it just, that seems like a hellish situation. But there's a lot of work to be a realtor. And I, I do think that they get the bad rep. And I would love to um, help to shift that reputation situation because it's not true. Like it's realtors put their back out there and a lot of them invest a lot of money into um, the property selling before they even get paid. You know, they risk a lot. Realtors risk a lot. And um, so I don't know. It's, I, I love it. I think it's an important job. People are gonna always be moving places, buying condos, um, selling houses, renovating. They're gonna, be, they're gonna always be um, trading property. Right now, I'm more into the corporate world of it. I like working with commercial and corporate and investors, clients. That's something that like more fits my communication style. I love dealing with investors. Like they're just, they keep it real, right to the point. Let's get this money. Like let's figure out how to, you know, close, like to organize a bigger deal that we're not dealing with like, oh, I can't, like, what color is the kitchen? I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if this, like they don't care about any of that. They're like, well, whatever, as long as they get the building, they're down to do whatever they need to do inside of it. They'll, they'll fix it, they'll do whatever. Like it's a, a commercial property. Like they know sometimes, a lot of times you're gonna have to gut these properties anyway. So they're more interested in the bigger picture of the investment and the possible returns. So I really love working with investors and commercial people more. Even though I've dealt with a lot of people in the, in the, um, in the, home world like the residential world um i just i really prefer this commercial side <laughs> it's more like a type personalities or the d types the d's high um high d's um so yeah oh my god the footage dreamer knows all the answers you say it's like you know your math <laughs> what's up twin i'm 215 dave how you doing um, okay, so I'm gonna do my hair as I talk about the rest of my day because I have to get this ready because I'm gonna, I'm so tired. I have a meeting tomorrow too. Oh, it's a good, I mean, it's a good meeting. Thankfully, it's at like one o'clock, so I don't have to wake up too early for it. Um, so thankful for that. That's a, such a blessing because I am not trying to get up super early. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I will be up early, but I don't want to have to be in a meeting at that time. If you know what I mean. <laughs> so, Rock, thank you for being up and you look fabulous. Oh, thank you, user 3585. <laughs> I can't say all those numbers, but thank you. Um, I appreciate that. I'm just, I just got home, so I figured 
let me come on here, have a little late night snack, do my hair, chat about the day. Because um, I know that I want to come on my live way more often going forward. Um, and I feel like the best way to do that is to make sure that I have an a episode where it's just based on the day and how the day went. You know, and, and, and based on you guys and what you guys ask. Because then I will have, I, I can, I want to prepare for one podcast a day, which is the morning one, which will have a topic like today's topic was how to deal with haters. You know, it's actually up now. That podcast is up and live on all podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple, Apple Play, um, Amazon, um, all the other cast sites. There's so much other ones. um, I think I said Apple already, but then it's everywhere. It's on all of them. So check it out when you get a chance. You can go to rockmercury.com and check out that podcast. And then once I finish this today, I'll be posting this one up as well. So thank you guys for your support, you know. I really appreciate it. And it's a fun journey. It's making me take this more seriously. Now that I have the podcast out, I'm like, I just, I think more about how it's going to sound to the people who are just listening um, and hope that I can give them some value. That's my whole goal is to bring value. And I am going to talk more about real estate and branding, about the, the companies I work with and, um, and fashion. I have a fashion company that I love doing. Um, my heart though, I I was thinking today on my walk, I'm like, how do I do what I love the most? Like I have a lot of businesses. I have a lot of, you know, things moving, but I just, I want to, I want to wake up in the morning and just produce music all day. Like I love making music. Um, the issue with music is that, um, it can, it can have a a more, you can have a more challenging time getting a return on it depending on how you structure the company of it. Like, it's, like, music is very, it's fickle. Like, you have, it depends on who likes that song or who likes, you know, what type of music it is. Like, is it going to catch enough people to be profitable? And I don't like having my music be something that needs to be profitable. Like, I love creating it from the soul. People love my music, but I don't like to think that, like, oh, I have to compete or something in order for this to to feed me the way it needs to feed me. Like that kind of taints it. It may, it takes away the fun. That's why I like having my other companies, um, just to keep that freedom there. Thank you guys so much. I have three point eight thousand likes. You guys are amazing. Wow, three point eight thousand. That is epic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so I just wanted to. I do want to make music each day, but I also just want to be real about um, not over pressurizing the thing I love to do the most. Um, because it would be great. Like it, I don't know. I don't know if I would feel differently about creating music if it was literally my only source of income. Like that would just. I don't know if it would overpressurize it, and then I feel like, oh, I have to get this out right now. I gotta get this out, or I can't eat, or something, or, you know, I gotta have a mortgage to pay, or I have to, you know, a car note or whatever. Like you, you have these things, and then if your music is pressured by the realities of life, then it kind of struggled. But the only, the only back end side of it, the other issue is that if you don't give it everything, then you're going to have to give your energy towards other things to make that money. And then you don't get to do what you want love to do. So it's almost like taking a risk. And in, and in some ways, the work you do on the other things, if that work was put into the music or put into what you really love, it could be even more beneficial with the thing you love because you can, you can actually make the same profit doing the thing you love. By putting that same work instead of having a plan B. That's why some people don't even do plan Bs. They're like, nope. Like, it's what I want or nothing. Like, 
it's this is you know it's my goal it's like I'm gonna make this happen or or like no, there's no other option like they have no other option and that's a lot, there's a lot of business people like that who just know they don't know how it's gonna work at the beginning but they just know that they're gonna stick to it and it's going to work at some point for them and I respect that in a way I do respect that um, I just really feel like with creativity is a very unique situation and I don't I just don't want to taint it. I don't want I don't want to hate making music. When I make music now, I love doing it. I have to be in a certain mental space and I like to go sit down and really dive in and get creative and you know, have fun creating something that would sound good for me to hear and listen to. Like I want to listen to my music. I don't and if I make it to profit there's a lot of for-profit music out there right now that I do not enjoy. There's a lot of it, but there's also some I do love. Like, I love the new Beyonce song. Is everything is so good. In fact, before I came on here, I listened to it and danced to it. And I would dance to it now, but of course, it's going to be copywritten, so I'm not doing that. <laughs> but I, I was listening to it all day. You know, even on my walk between the podcast, I would listen to that song. I kept playing it over and over again. It's just such a great song, and it's just such a... Um, I can tell that she's going to make money on every side of it. Like, I'm sure that she felt a relief internally. Like, I'm sure she felt that that beauty of freedom internally from making the song. But then also she found a way to make it a profitable venture to where I would say at this point between the song sales and the, the pre-ordered boxes that Beyonce has on her website... I think she's made the money back for whatever the album costs. And I have no idea what it costs because it was very secretive. I don't even know little parts. I have friends who were involved in it. I would never say anything about the situation because I live for Beyonce and I don't want Beyonce to sue me. <laughs> and I'm, besides that, I'm just, I, have, I, have loyalty, I have loyalty to her. So I would never disclose anything. But I'm just saying, like, I do believe, just from what I know, that... I feel like she made that money back for the album. Now, that's just talking about cash flow. Like, that means that she's going to keep on profiting once it comes out. And But I just feel like um, she's found a way to do what she loves. I think she genuinely loves the song she made. It's excellent. It still sounds raw and, like, pure. Like, she doesn't sound like a rich person in the song. She sounds like... She's a billionaire. Beyonce is an actual billionaire. But in the song, she sounds like just one of us. I just quit my job. I'm gonna work so hard. Dun, dun, dun. You know, she's like saying things that we want to do. Like, and I respect that. Like, I just think it's it's very hard to be so wealthy and outside of the realm of understanding for a lot of people. Um, and still come off relatable. People are mad at her. Like, if, if we were as a people, as like a society, to be like, you know what, forget this. I'm tired of these rich people. Let's eat the rich. I feel like Beyonce would be spared. I feel like ain't nobody trying to eat Beyonce. Beyonce is one of us. She may be a billionaire, but we still resonate with her as one of us. And that's an important thing. If you're a rich person watching this right now or in the future, um, that's something you want. Like, it's super important to, to come to be relatable so people don't have resentment towards you. Um... And that you stay that you stay true to what's really happening, so you can even know what's going on around you. Because like, it can be very disillusioning when you're on private jets all the time, and when you're you know in your estate, and you know just really shielded from a lot of reality. 
the same way they say the Buddha did. Like I don't I don't believe any of that, but you know, like the they say the Buddha was born rich and then wanted to see what it was like to um wanted to see what it was like to you know, be in the in the community, like in the kingdom that they were governing or whatever. Like and so they tried to be tried to pretend to be poor, like left their man left the palace in order to, you know, experience the poor life. And then that's how they were able to, the Buddha was able to um, get to the space of peace or whatever it's supposed to be. So it's, um, I find that very interesting. You know, I think, I think it's very interesting to stay balanced through it all. Um, the Foolish Dreamer is asking me, um, can you tell us your coming out story? I can. I mean, I came out in a different kind of way than, uh, well, I did have like the main coming out story that I did have. Um, the only time I did it, because other times I had my mom do it afterwards, I came up to my mom first. Um, and it was like really traumatic, to be honest. It was very traumatic because I'd already, I'd already um, intensified the situation in my in my head so much, like of how it would go based on my experiences with them and the past. I mean, I'll tell you what, like living in this era right now and seeing rainbows on the, on the streets. Um, like literally on the sidewalks, I mean, on the crosswalks, you see rainbow crosswalks. I, I was walking in Manhattan Beach today, there's rainbow crosswalks, there's rainbow um, lifesaver things. Like there's all kind of acceptance and stuff out there. Um, back then it wasn't that same situation. And so I just grew up in a situation where it was not, it was not accept, accepted the same way. And so I had already had plans to exit and leave my family once I came out because I was like, well, I know that they're not gonna accept me, so I'm just gonna leave. Um, and so I came, when I came out to my mom, I kind of communicated out of fear, like, hey, basically, hey, I'm gay and I'm leaving, I'm leaving because I don't wanna be part of this, like, hey, did you guys have or something? You know, I, that's where I kind of came out in that kind of way. And it was not a good thing to mix those together because my mom was in shock from the gay part, but then also like mourning the the concept of me leaving the family because she loved me and she wanted me to be around, and so it was made it very traumatic because in my head I'm thinking all of the the crying and the upsetness that she was experiencing was from um, from me being hold on I gotta take this off I thought it was all from me you know coming out so I just feel like I was trying to protect myself. I'll try to protect myself, but it kind of confused the situation. So we, I um, we were like in the car at a lake, and I was I was engaged to my first fiance, not my not my ex, not my ex partner, ex husband, whatever. Not not him. It was my first fiance years ago, um, in two thousand thirteen. I feel like this was so it wasn't even that long ago, to be honest. I guess like. I mean, in the, it was I was a, I was an adult by that point. I was an adult, and um, yeah. So I had I was engaged to him because we had met on Tinder and fell in love. Whatever love means, you know. Where is he? Hey, Holly Joe, what's up? You said where is he? Where is who? Where is who? Where should we talking about Holly Joe? Um, do you see me on here? Um, all right. So I so basically I was um, I was with him 
And I figure, wait, hold on. You were frozen or something. Oh, God, I keep getting frozen. Okay, well, after this live, I hope that this changes. I'm going to shut my phone down and before I get on tomorrow. So hopefully it goes better tomorrow, you guys. Sorry for the freezing. I can't end it, though, because of my, you know, my podcast. So I need to keep it for the audio. Um, I'm going to get off and I'll do my braids anyways. But basically, so that's so... I was engaged to him and I thought I was in love and all that kind of stuff. Though that I know he was already married to a woman for for a green card situation, which was so sketchy. So, so sketch. Um, let's see. He's freezing a lot. Oh, gosh. I'm still freezing. It's so bad. Well, if you guys see me freezing, I'm hoping that the actual recording isn't frozen. But if it is, I have a, um, I have a backup for it. So that would, I hope that fixes it afterwards um but i'm just gonna finish the story just so i have the audio for this so when i post it <laughs> um so sorry you guys to, for going through this for having to go through this um so yeah so i that happened um and i kind of felt a little secure at the time because i'm like oh i have somebody now like it doesn't matter if my family leaves me at least this person loves me or whatever and I think that's the main issue is that I've already felt alone from the situation, from the situation I was in, the situation I was in with my family and religiously, you know, and so I feel like I came into a situation already broken, um, and or, or what's the word? I came in with you know with some weaknesses, you know, some weaknesses, some things that that could be, um, there's a word for it. Like I came in like the perfect, like the perfect victim for somebody like a, like a, the people I was dating, like they gullible enough, I guess. Is gullible the word or just broken enough? I don't know. There's a word for it, I'm sure. Um, and so when I told her, she didn't tell anybody else. She was hoping that it was something that would change. Um, and it wasn't until... What happened after? I think it wasn't until... I went. I flew home soon after that. And then she decided to tell the whole family. Like, I, she, I told her I wasn't going to say anything. But, like, the marriage was going forward. Like, we were going to get married and stuff. Um, and so... They didn't, she didn't want them to find out on Facebook, so she's decided to tell them, and I, and I told her she could. Because after my experience with her, I knew I didn't want to tell anybody else. And honestly, I don't think anybody has to tell anybody anything. I think coming out is very unnecessary for a lot of situations. Like, who you want, what you want to do is your life. But it's so traumatic to have to like create a whole moment and tell people something like I just I don't know I would, going back I probably would just live my life continuing and like I don't know why it was a big deal for me to come out like it just didn't really matter as much because like that's my life like it kind of it I don't I don't know I don't think people need to know that um I don't think I should go out of my comfort to be able to have to do that like looking back but at the, t- at the time I felt like you had to but I don't think I would if I if I had to do it over again. I don't think I would. I'd be like, oh, whatever. Like I'm I'm me. They can choose to see it or not, but I'm not screwing them. So why would it matter what I am or what I'm doing? You know. 
that's how I feel now. I'm like, why should people even be privy to that if that kind of information, you know? But now it's like a big thing and people do like coming out parties and stuff. And, you know, it's all good, dude. People do them. It's all nothing wrong. But for me, it's just like, I don't know if I would have done it the same way. I think it was just a lot. It was so stressful and it broke my heart to see her cry that way. Um, I just felt so like betrayed in a way. I felt like, wow, like I can't even share my truth. I'm getting attacked for my truth. And it just felt very, um, it was very painful, very traumatic, super traumatic. Even when I go to that lake, I still think about that moment, even though we're so far past it. And now my mom's at a space now where she's like so progressive that she's about to buy the new, the new, um, she's about to buy the new, um, what do you call it? Paramount Plus, just so she can watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, she's literally about to buy the whole thing just so she can watch them. And I'm like, whoa, I don't even watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, I see it sometimes, but I don't watch it religiously. But she knows the winners, she knows the, the, the queens on there. I'm sure if I wanted to take her to DragCon, she'd go with me. Um, and that's beautiful. I really congratulate my mom for that, and I'm really thankful for her. Um, she's, you know, she's everything to me, to be honest. So I'm very thankful. I love my mom dearly, and I'm glad that she was able to evolve out of that space. Um, I know that she was just genuinely afraid at the time. Like, homophobia was something that was taught to people. It was marketed. People were supposed to fear the community, and now it's changed because there's new people in power. But... And there's new agendas in, in place, but at that time, it was a lot for her to process. So I just, I really respect that she has grown the way she does. And we talk about everything. Like, I, we talk about literally everything. Um, and so it's just nice to have somebody who, who like, doesn't, you know, who doesn't judge me like that. I used, I used to even curse with her a lot. Like, we used to curse and talk, like, we talk about whatever, like, uh, unfiltered. I don't really curse with her any, anymore because because on here I don't curse and so I like kind of learned to like filter myself more. Um, not that she cares because her boyfriend curses all the time, um, which I you know I, I, I'm a big curser on my on my songs I curse a whole lot, but it's just nice to be able to have that freedom because growing up we were not like that, so sometimes you have to grow with your family, and I respect that you know sometimes you got to grow with them and. I appreciate and I'm so thankful for the opportunity to grow with the family, um, to grow my family. So I just, I, um, that's my coming out story. That's how, that's basically, you know, how things went. Um, I don't know how much you guys heard of that because you guys said it keeps freezing, but yeah, that's, that's how it happened. I was traumatic at the, at the beginning, but over time I realized that I could have probably told her said it a different way and that it was a mixture between her thinking she's losing me. It wasn't just that she was crying about me being who I am. She was more concerned about me leaving the family now because of what I said when I came out. It wasn't just I I'm coming out. It was like a it was like I know you guys don't care about that, care about me, like I'm leaving, like that that kind of stuff. Cause I'd already thought, based on the homophobia I'd experienced, that you know, I wasn't going to be welcome there. So I wanted to exit before I was asked to leave. And the crazy part about it is that after I got actually married to my next to my partner years and years later, one of the people who acted like they were, um, 
they reacted like they um they acted like they were okay with it at first. They flipped on me and tried to create a chaotic situation for the family. But I don't mess I don't talk to her anymore. Like that person is is dead to me. But um it's just bizarre that it's the religious people who like to do that, the super religious ones and super self righteous people who love to, you know, create chaos in your life. Just so they can say they stand for something. It's so bizarre. Ah, braids are out. Hi, seat under the dryer so the crinkles could be nice and deep in the morning. <laughs> no, my my hair is very... Um, my hair does not need any dryer. It's already like... it's There's good old... Um, what do you call it? There's good old shea butter in there so it's staying moisturized. But thank you for the advice. But I don't do any dryers. I think dryers are a little too damaging for the hair. It's already hot enough sometimes out here. So I'm just going to go ahead and keep it the way it is. But thank you for your advice. Um, Hen Barrison says, you look like Uncle Drew. 10-4. Um, what does 10-4 mean? I don't know what that means. Um, who's Uncle Drew, though? It looks like Uncle Drew. I don't, I don't even know who Uncle Drew is. Is that like a celebrity or something? Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining in today. This was cute. I got my little snacks in and my little bar and everything's feeling good. Um, I'm going to get off of here so that hopefully this live will save properly and then I can upload it today too <laughs> onto the podcast. Check out the podcast on rockmercury.com. Click on the menu and it says podcast right there. You can get all my podcasts on there. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much, you guys. Um, I will see you guys on the next episode of Rock Mercury, the podcast, um, which will be in the morning. So my plan for the day is like I want to do like a morning podcast where I talk about a subject and then a lunch podcast where it's kind of like a muck, a mukbang, I guess, where I'm just eating and chatting with you guys. Um, I don't know what I'll be doing. Like, is it what makes this what makes the lunch one different than the night one? Cause the night one I want it to be like an, a a day recap, you know? A daytime recap. But maybe the food maybe the middle one, the food one, can be about nutrition. Maybe the morning's about a certain subject for the podcast. The middle one, the food one is like about nutrition and stuff. Um and then the nighttime one is like a night snack or some tea. And um and then we kind of go into Ask Mercury kind of vibes, you know, that, that might be a good situation. So thank you guys for joining. We'll have those segments, but I want to do, do three a day. That's my plan. That way that I can just really be on here with you guys and um, build a lot of content out. Especially I saw this woman who did three, she used to have 400 followers and she did, she did three lives a day for like a uh, for like a 10 months or something and then she made a million a million dollars or something crazy um and it was just cool to see how much you can grow how much you can grow she did that on instagram and instagram doesn't even have hardly any traffic like it does on here so it was just i kind of want to do that too i kind of want to like be on here more often i love doing it but if i if i do that then i need to make sure i'm uploading as often as i'm on here like i'd upload like 10 times the amount that i'm on here because then i'm gonna always fall behind if i don't so, because I have so much back backlog content. But thank you guys so much. Um, check out rockmercury.com. I have merchandise on there. I have my partners on there. I'm going to sh- um, be sharing more resources for the real estate team and for digital estate. 
Um, but right now, if you guys want to go, if you're in California area, you can reach out to slayrealestate.world. You can also reach out to digitalestate.media if you're looking for branding um, support, you know, branding, website, logos, um, like full out plans for your for your company is taking your dream to the next level. Um, it's all available on digitalestate.media. So thank you so much, Rockers and Mercuryans. Have a wonderful night. I'm going to get off of here. Hopefully everything's saved. But either way, I have a backup. I have a backup. I'm recording this on screen recording. So either way, we're going to be good. So thank you so much. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye, Rockers and Mercuryans.